I know I'm gonna get got. But I'm gonna get mine more than I get got, though. What is good, guys? Welcome back. This is episode 19 of Lock It or Leave It. We had a great podcast last week. Terrence Mann hopped on and we discussed FSU basketball culture along with the NBA and his experiences as a Clipper. If you haven't listened to it, hit pause on this episode, listen to it, and come right back. We're recording this episode on Thursday, February 4th. I'm your host, Jay, and joining me as usual is my co-host, Cam. What's going on, What's up, Jay? Yeah, definitely check out the Terrence Mann episode if you haven't done that yet. But we got the Super Bowl coming up this weekend, baby. Huge game. We got Big Goat and Tom Brady in Tampa Bay versus Baby Goat and Mahomes. Here we go, baby. This is what this is what all the football fans wanted. This is what we all wanted, and all the boys from Locker to Leave it are sliding down to Tampa to experience it firsthand. We'll be there. Uh, but with that being said, we have three guests right here with us today and let's start off with chad how you doing doing great uh super bowl weekend starts tomorrow morning when we wake up and start driving our asses down to tampa getting rowdy excited we're getting hella rowdy let's talk to the tampa man himself aaron what's going on the energy is very high in tampa right now you can feel it in the air everyone's excited super bowl weekend for me just started i just got my last class long for the week so it's gonna be something. It's gonna be something, man. I can't wait till everyone gets down here. We're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be a great game. Really looking forward to it and uh, the content coming up in this episode. Yeah, so last but not least, let's introduce Blake. What's going on, man? How you doing? Yeah, what's good, guys? Yeah, like Chad said, starts tomorrow. Uh, while Chad's driving, the rest of the boys will be starting drinking. And uh, great weekend, damn. What a, what a matchup. Yeah, man, so it's only up from here, guys. We have more special guests coming your way. Another player for FSU basketball and also an FSU alumni who currently plays for the LA Chargers. Stay till the end of the pod to hear who they are. But with that being said, take a quick break and get to the good shit. All right, so we are back and let's just hop right into it. This episode is basically all Super Bowl bets. We're going to be in Tampa. We're going to be pretty messed up uh, at the bar. So we're going to be putting down a lot of money on these games, man. Props, game props, special props, team props, player props. Let me start with Aaron. Just throw one at me that you think is going to hit, man. I want to hear them all. Not necessarily one that's going to hit. Um, well, it is going to hit, but I love the odds. Tom Brady over two and a half touchdowns. We all know Brady shows up in big games. It's a home game for him. He's Listen, he's been locked in his house for 12 days now, doing nothing but watching film. No family, no distractions, nothing. Just focused, locked in. He's going to come out firing. He played great against the Chiefs last time. He's going to do it again. Over two and a half touchdowns, Tom Brady. Heard it here first. Yeah, so let's kind of talk about that one for a minute, man. Over two and a half touchdowns. He said A.B. should be cleared for that game, so his weapons will be back. He'll have plentiful weapons to throw it around to. Chad and Cam, how do we feel about the over two and a half? Let me start with Cam, then go to Chad. Honestly, I'm not a fan of this uh, this prop. I'm not locking this one in. I could definitely see it happening. Don't get me wrong. I'm thinking we're going to have two touchdowns out of Brady passing. And then they occasionally they're going to get down to the goal line and Fournette's going to run it in or, uh, or Ronald Jones or, or they're going to kick a field goal because uh, Tom Brady loves using his kickers. So, I mean, I'm not a fan of this one, but I could definitely hit. What do you think, Chad? I don't know. Every time I see Tom Brady play, I feel like he's throwing at least four touchdown passes. Like the man 
throws more touchdown passes than anyone else in the league in my well just based on what I've seen I don't know if that's a factual statement but it's crazy so I actually do like the bet I think three touchdowns is very uh realistic yeah a uh, question to ask Aaron real quick is it two and a half passing touchdowns or does it also include rushing touchdowns uh, do you know what that, that is? is a good question uh so it is passing touchdowns Two and a half passing, passing touchdowns. I say you can actually, guarantee a uh, a one yard scramble or QB sneak from Brady. So does that change your mind at all that it's passing instead of both of them? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, he had three touchdowns last week passing. He threw three touchdowns against the Chiefs last time. I uh, I'm pretty solid on this one. I would say. All right. So with that being said, I totally forgot to bring up the main bet we're all doing, man. The coin toss. The coin toss was brought into us by Chad. Chad hit a coin toss, put 50 on that bitch, and it slapped immensely. It slapped so well. So, Chad, tell me what you want to do for your coin toss, man, because I know it's going to be crazy, and I know probably the house and the mortgage is going on heads. So let me, let me give you a little, a little premise behind this bet. So I first brought it out for the national championship game. Because I don't know, I just my brother told me about it. He said, "Yo, it's always pretty much even odds, obviously, because it's literally 50-50. Just, just chuck something you got on it." So I put fifty on it, and it, and I let me tell you, it was by far. I've been betting for like a year now, fake money, of course, and it was by far one of the most exhilarating. I went through a roller coaster of emotions in that split second, and it was all before the game even started. And if, that, if that's not a great way to start off the Super Bowl, I don't know what is. So heads yeah. all fucking day. Heads all day, but tails never fail. So we got a hard decision to make. Cam, I know you don't want to put the coin toss down, but I think you're going to have to after that seventh beer. What are you thinking, man? Oh, Jay, you guys, you guys are causing lots of problems for me. But I did see an interesting uh, post on BR betting, if you guys didn't see that. They had two skydivers jump out of a plane with a coin, and they flipped it in the air as it came down for the coin toss bet in the Super Bowl to see what it would land on. Guys, guess what it landed on? Not heads. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> if I was going to lock in a bet, put me down for tails. Stop it. Stop tails it. never Stop fails. It. Lock it up. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, man. Martino, let's get some input because we all got to choose the same thing and we all got to ride together or die together. So, Martino, what are you thinking of? Well, it seems like there's going to be a little bit of disagreement here on this one. But, uh, shit, I'm, I'm going to hear each, uh, each of the guys' uh, reasons as to why it's heads or tails. And then when I'm way too inebriated to make it a good decision, I will pick one of the two and we will be riding. Another great bet that they are bringing up that kind of goes along with uh, before the game starts is the national anthem, guys. The amount of bets that they put for the Super Bowl is absolutely ridiculous. They have how long will the last note of Brave, when the home of the Brave, they have nine and a half seconds, man. I want to take the under. I think that it may be like 9.1, 8.7. I don't see them holding that shit for 10 seconds. Uh, Aaron, what's your take on that? And any other things that you like before the game? 10 seconds is a long time. That's a really long time. I would say under on that. Uh, and on the coin toss, I'm going to wait till the very last second to bet. Whatever side it's on before it is flipped, that's the side I'm betting. Because uh, I looked it up, and uh, according to the laws of physics, the way it is facing when it's flipped, stop it's it, 51% stop it, stop of the time. It. Hold on. First so of all, listen. there's no shot you can lock in the bet that fast. <laughs> 
Second of all, I I don't want to hear this mumbo jumbo physics bullshit. All right. It's 50, 50. I don't care. The ref can, no, it's 50, 50. And I'm going with heads. Hold on. I'm kind of, I want to hear the rest of your logic here behind the physics. Cause I didn't know there was physics behind the coin toss. So continue. Well, I mean, any bet or well, any coin toss um, that again, if it starts, say it starts on heads, there's a better chance of it landing on heads because of the way it's flipped. I'm not sure why that is, but the physics have been done on it, and that is a true fact. So, any edge I can get on this, I'm willing to take it. I'm willing to take any edge I can get. I can't leave any stone unturned. I can't leave anything out there. I need as much value as I can possibly get. Chad, what do you think? Okay, what do you Stop think? It. Chad, Stop Chad it. is not on board with uh, with this me- with this method here. This is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, man. So, I mean, it's going to be a lot of controversy over what the coin toss is, but we're going to start off into the game, man. And I'll talk about last week for me. Last week, I was up $55. I was watching the game. Oh, actually, two weeks ago. I was watching the game on Sunday, the Green Bay versus Bucks game. And I said, you know what? Let me just throw a, a crazy, crazy game prop down. Marquez Valdez Scantling first Packers touchdown at first I thought it was first team total so when Evans got the touchdown I was kind of bummed but then Valdez had the 50-yard tub and I looked at my phone so I said I'm up 211 that 10 for 150 hit beautifully so uh, I cannot wait to see what happens there for me I would personally say that uh, my first bet that I put down is first Chiefs touchdown, not first total touchdown, first Chiefs. And here's the thing. I know people want to look for value, but at some times, don't look for the value and just take what's the most logical bet. To me, that's either Kelsey at plus 225 for the first touchdown, or I'm telling you, Patrick Mahomes plus 1,000. You saw it last time in the Super Bowl. It could happen again. Thoughts on that? Let's start with Blake and then go to Aaron. Yeah, I think both of those have some value, but actually the bet that I like for first Chiefs touchdown, we got Clyde edwards Lair at plus 780. Um, I think there's a good chance they get down there within the five or something like that. And everyone expects my homeboy to, uh, to get his arm going early, but maybe they uh, hand it off to Clyde, gets a, a little scamper in there. Uh, great value there too. My one rebuttal to that would be, Clyde at some points didn't really seem to be the guy who would get the uh, who would get the nod when it came down to the red zone. So we'll see what happens. Maybe Darrell Williams get the touch there. Maybe Le'Veon just because they say, you know what, let's give a gift to Le'Veon. But uh, Cam, what's your take on that? And then we'll get Aaron in this. Yeah, I know Clyde didn't get a whole lot of touches in the last week, but he was also coming off an injury. And uh, if you didn't see, Andy Reid said in the game plan that they they plan to implement Clyde more this week than last week. So I feel like he'll definitely be getting more of the bulk of the touches in the red zone, similar to the way they were running the offense in the regular season. So Martino, I actually agree with you, and I do like that bet as for a first touchdown score with El- with uh, Clyde edwards helaire What do you think, Chad? Uh, honestly, I like, I like Travis Kelsey. I think he's a very high targeted, um, target in the red zone. And I I think he always just finds a way to get open, especially when all the heat's going to be on Tyreek running fucking 50 miles an hour past everyone. I gotta be honest here. I'm not a big fan of the Mahomes bet. I mean, he's concussed. He's got turf toe. I don't think he's gonna be doing a lot of scrambling unless he's absolutely forced to this game. So I'm not a huge fan of him, uh, Score the first touchdown, but the one I do like a lot is Cameron Brait. First touchdown, plus 2,000 for the Bucks. He got one last week. He's been a favorite target of Brady's down in the red zone. 
big body defenses forget about them a lot. And at plus 2,000, I think there's a lot of value there. So that's my pick. Cameron Brate, plus 2,000. Lock it in. That's a great bet, man. And kind of just going back to Kelsey for a tad second before we move on. Kelsey's not only a uh, threat to get it with a reception in the end zone, but you've seen them do those little flips to him, you know, those little tiny flips. He runs it in. Or sometimes he even becomes a quarterback, and they put him behind center, and he kind of takes that Derrick Henry rollover where he kind of um, it plays the quarterback, can run it, can either do a little lob pass to somebody. So it'll be very interesting to see what's going on there. But let's move on. Uh, Cam, shoot me another bet. Let's hear it. One bet I've uh, already – I really like, honestly, is Mike Evans over receiving yards, 64 and a half. Other than A.B., Mike Evans is Tom Brady's favorite target. In the, lot, in the NFC Championship, he was by far the most targeted player out there. Honestly, most of the Chiefs' uh, DBs are not that big of bodies anyways, and Mike Evans is just a gigantic man and one of the best receivers on the Bucks' offense easily. And I just, I really like, I think there's a lot of value here. I think he's getting a lot of targets. So uh, lock it up, over 64 and a half receiving yards, Mike Evans. Yeah, Aaron, Tampa guy, how do we feel about the Mike Evans prop? Uh, do you like it or, or are you, you going to stay away from that bet? Oh, I love it. Um, so Chiefs play a lot of press coverage, try to get up in guys' grills. And Mike Evans exceeds against that, or sorry, excels. Uh, he played really well last time they played the Chiefs. I think he had two touchdown catches, um, both of just, I mean, Mike Evans stuff, you know, getting big, mossing guys, and he moves great too. Uh, so I think Mike Evans would be a big target this game. If it wasn't for the drops last game, he would have had a monster game. I mean, he had a big game already, then he had two drops that were in critical spots that kind of kind of hurt him a lot. But I expect him to bounce back really good this week. What do you think, Jay? Yeah, man, those drops were crucial, kind of set the Packers up to kind of get a late, a, a late run going there with that uh, drop near the red zone. And looking at his stats from last week, he had three for 51. But the thing about betting is whenever you see something that tells you not to bet it, you should probably bet it because that's what Vegas loves to do. Cam, uh, what's your take on that? One thing I just want to say real quick, I do agree with uh, your take on uh, Vegas. You have to account for them and um, make sure you know what you're doing there. But as far as Mike Evans goes with the drops in the NFC Championship, I think we can uh, accumulate a lot of those to the cold weather conditions that they were dealing with. I mean, Mike Evans is a Florida boy, so like he's he's been playing in Tampa for pretty much his entire career. So going into Green Bay in uh, January is definitely an adjustment, and I think he'll have a way better game down here in Tampa. Yeah, it was really interesting to see that Packers-Bucks game Pre-game, they showed the field, and it was snowy as shit, bro. It looks like it was going to be a snow tundra bowl. But then turns out they had, heated, uh, they had heated fields, and the snow was gone. So people were still balling. But I have to agree with that take, man. Playing in Wisconsin versus playing in Tampa is two completely different uh, atmospheres, environments. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the uh, Chiefs, who are usually a cold team, kind of go on to the uh, Tampa Bay field. Uh, Aaron, what's your take on that? Let's hear some. So this is, it's going to be nice and warm in Tampa on Sunday, but there's a 50% chance of rain from 3 o'clock till the rest of the night, and that could have a huge impact on the game. I mean, Tampa rain with super big humidity, that ball's going to be slick. It's going to be tough to throw. That field's going to be very muddy. Something could happen there. I think that could be an interesting way the game's affected. So, Jay, about you? So let's uh, digress away and kind of divert away from the props for a second and talk about the game itself. I say the weather is going to be a massive, massive factor. The Chiefs are a speed team. 
I would not like to see Tyreek Hill on a wet field or a wet turf having to be running around. It kind of hampers that offense. Uh, I don't think the Chiefs are a running team, so let's see how they can fare with that. But like you said, with the, uh, with the slippery balls, I'm going to bring that up and I'm going to say the interceptions is at over one and a half plus 130 for both Mahomes and Tom Brady. If there's two picks in the game, you make 130. Blake, let's hear it. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. I might be wrong, but I think it was over just half, at least for Mahomes. Uh, one and a half? Okay, both, okay. Both, both. both of them was one and a half. Um, yeah, I mean, we saw Mahomes throw two in the Super Bowl last year. And I think that these both these quarterbacks and teams in general have been sitting in their hotel rooms for, who knows, 10 days it's been now. The anxiety is building up. And I think one of these balls just it gets tipped the wrong way, gets tipped at the line. And I, I think both of them are definitely good for one pick. Yeah, the interceptions is a very, very uh... – good bet to make honestly because you're kind of rooting for your team but also it can't it's like a win-win scenario if they don't throw an interception Tom Brady's balling if he does you're making money Cam what's your take on that how do you feel about the interception yeah I honestly really love this uh this bet honestly I do agree I think both of them are probably going to throw a pick Brady threw three picks in the in the NFC championship so he could easily throw two and cover this by himself Honestly, I, I really like this one, and I'll, and I'll probably bet this. Jay, you had an interesting tweet, though, that was about how um, you think that the Super Bowl should be played in a dome from now on because, so we don't have any chance of weather like that. And I think that's a good opinion. I mean, other than, like, having the Super Bowl in Tampa, which I'm excited for, I do agree. And I think that from now on they should play the Super Bowls in a dome so they don't have to worry about weather like that and it just does provide a safe environment for all the players and is the most competitive game possible what do you think yeah man so thank you for shouting that out the twitter is at everything hoops the o's are zeros go check us out we tweet great content but like cam said man uh i think that if both teams made it all the way to the super bowl you should deserve to play a clean game you shouldn't have to depend on the weather conditions to affect what happens in that game. With that being said, Aaron, I know what you want to say, so let's hear it. Yeah, so if the rain does get too bad, luckily there's a dome uh, a couple miles from Raymond James Stadium. It's called Tropicana Field. It's the home of the best MLB team in the land. Beautiful stadium. Uh, pretty new amenities. They recently redid it. It's always 72 with low humidity in there. So, you know, if the Bucks and Chiefs need a place to play, I'm sure that would be open. It's hosted football in the past, hosted hockey, it's hosted everything. Seats around 50K, but you don't need that many because it's Corona. There's only going to be 20,000 people there anyway. So, you know, just a thought, just something to think about if you uh, are worried about the rain. And going off the rain just a little bit more, man, the rain may cause there to be a lot of third downs that may not be converted, which takes us perfectly into the total field goals made by both teams. You know that Andy Reid and both Bruce Arians love to risk it for the biscuit, man. They like to go for it on fourth down because they think that seven points is just much more. It's worth a lot more than three, which I can't, I can't disagree with. So with that being said, my bet that I'm locking in is five field goals exactly, plus 800 for five field goals. My interpretation of what happens for this game i know it may be a high field goal number but the super bowl right the first quarter everyone's so nervous everyone's kind of jittery 
it's the Super Bowl, you know? It's going to take them at least a quarter to get acclimated to the environment, get actually used to what's happening. You're in the Super Bowl. So I think the first quarter under may hit, and also there may be at least two field goals in the first quarter by itself. Cam and Chad, how do we feel about that? Jay, uh, I think the uh, the five exactly field goal bet is a little tough with the amount of variation that could happen in the game. One bet I do like in, pros- in like talking about kicking, though, is Ryan Suckup's over on points is at six and a half. That's two field goals and an extra point. I like that a lot, and I feel like – easily Brady settles for field goals way more than the Chiefs do especially when they're in when they're in like the 40 yard line or around there suck up's been pretty good all year and I do trust him to make the field goals as long as the weather is permitting so that's one bet I really like in regards to kicking what do you think Chad uh as for uh your exact five bet uh, it's not bad for the value I feel like there's better bets with better value um that Cameron Brate plus 2000 compared to that exact plus 800 I just feel like there's more value there and more likely, I mean, you know, who knows, but that's just my opinion. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do agree. I, I don't think it's going to be a very uh, field goalish game. I think they're just going to be shooting and going for the touchdowns because that's where the, the points will lie. Yeah, I have a bet as far as kicking goes, but it's not actually field goals. It's just uh, the kickoff in general. It's a uh, first kickoff of the game, opening kickoff. Is it going to result in a touchback? No, plus 240. Um, I think that these guys, whoever's returning, they want to make a play. They might take this ball deep out of the end zone and just give it a go. I mean, for that value, I also looked up the Chiefs and the Bucks, uh, their percentage of uh, touchbacks this year, and they were both about like 9 or 10. Uh, the math I did was probably about like 18 to 20% chance that it's not. Um, I think for plus 240, it's, it's not a terrible bet. My only worry when it regards the uh, kickoff is if Miko's returning, is he going to have that same thought, maybe some jitters from two weeks ago saying, you know what, if it's in the end zone, let me just play it safe and take the knee. Uh, I don't think that maybe ah, – that's tough for me, man. That's really tough for me just because do you want to take it out on the first play of the game and something happened wrong, or do you want to just get at the 25 and give it to Mahomes and say – Let's get us started. Uh, how do we feel about that, Cam? Because that's a it's a good bet. I haven't even thought about the touchbacks. Yeah, Martino's been uh, clearly deep diving through these props here. I really do. I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm a little torn on this one. I like the value for like where where it's at, but the whole thing about McColl dropping uh, that kick last week and he did redeem himself. I mean, he scored on. He had a 50 yard rush and then he scored the fall the following touchdown to close out the drive. So I don't think the pregame jitters will be too bad there. I mean, he could definitely still muff another kick because it's the Super Bowl. It's going to be raining. But on the first kick, I mean, it's not a bad bet for the value. So I'm here for it. What do you think, Chad? I love the value on that. Plus 650. Is that what you said? Or... It's plus 250. To take it out? Yeah. Take it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, positive odds at all. I feel like that's a great bet. Um, and he dropped a punt last week. It wasn't, it wasn't a kickoff. And I'm telling you, there's much more pressure on punts because you're by all, all by yourself. And you got everyone chasing after you, trying to smack your head off you. And on a kickoff, you got all this protection. So it's definitely different mentally. Um, go for it, Jay. Yeah, uh, I like what you guys are saying. But just as my last rebuttal before we move on from this topic is, me, Cole, is known to be a very good returner. He made the Pro Bowl, I think, his rookie year for returning. And it kind of makes me feel like 
Bruce Arians is going to tell the kicker, kick it out of the fucking end zone. Boost that bitch. We don't want any chance of the first play of the game going awry for us. I think they will say, you know what? Get it out of the end zone. Give it to them at the 25. Let's get our defense out there. Let's start playing football. Uh, but with that being said, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to discuss some more Super Bowl bets. All right, so we are back, man. And let me just tell you what happened to me the past uh, few weeks, man. So two weeks ago, I was up 235 on the book. This is all fake money. The bookie was sweating. The bookie was sweating heavy, right? Next week, I'm down 300 fake money, you know? So it's a difference of $70 right there. I was kind of in the depths, kind of, uh, kind of upset about, at myself for doubling down. I was down 180 fake dollars, and I said, you know what? Cam and I are going to put 130 on Florida State minus two against Georgia Tech. And Alvarado made, made me not like basketball for about four hours, bro. I couldn't, I, I went back home. I went to sleep. I just had to get that off of my mind. But it's okay, though, because I had a two team teaser I put in two weeks ago, and it was, the last leg is Bucks plus nine. If that hits, I get 100 and we forget about what happened last week. And we made a pact. Everybody in the group chat said, stick to your guns. I stick with the parlays. Cam sticks with the player props. Aaron's got the bot. Chad has the teasers. Let me throw it right now to the teaser guy. Throw me some teasers for this game. You already got it going with that plus nine. I know we mentioned that weeks ago, I think well over two weeks ago. Um, uh, just cause plus nines just sounds so sweet. You know what I mean? And you can even do a three team teaser and find a basketball game. There's plenty of them coming in this weekend. Um, if you wanted to do that as well, but I think two team teaser, it's a lock two team teaser. You get bucks plus nine ride with Jay and get that under under 62. Are you kidding me? Dude, everyone thinks it's going to go over. It's not. They're going to be playing. It's the Super Bowl. They only got one shot at this. They're playing their hearts out. It's going to be under 62. Bucks keep it close, whether they win or lose. Plus nine. Love it. Kim. Honestly, I'm a big fan of the under. I agree with that. But here's my problem with the Bucks. They could lose this game. Because this Chiefs team is that nice. Patrick Mahomes is that good. Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, we know who's on their team. You got Andy Reid drawing up these plays. It's the GOAT versus the baby GOAT, like I said earlier. Either he's going to have two rings or Brady's going to have seven. So what it comes down to is can Brady really it, – it, honestly, it's not even about Brady. It's the defense. Defense is going to win this game. Can the defense, can the Bucs defense stop Patrick Mahomes' offense? That's what it comes down to, and that's what it takes for the Bucs to win this game. I love the under, and I, and I do like the Bucs plus nine, but I don't know if they're going to be able to pull out this W. It's going to be a hard W, man, and let's get to the good shit right here, man. The storylines in this Super Bowl are unprecedented. Like Cam said, we have the goat versus the baby goat. And let's talk about the storylines for a second. If Mahomes loses to Brady, I'm going to start with you, Aaron. Could he ever eclipse him as the GOAT? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, Mahomes still has so much time left. This is, what, his third season? And he's clearly the most talented quarterback we've ever seen play. I don't think that's deniable at this point. I mean, even Aaron Rodgers can't make the kind of throws Mahomes is making. He's not as mobile. He doesn't do what he does. 
Uh, so obviously Mahomes has a long way to go to be the GOAT, but I think he has plenty of time to make up for it. Uh, with the skill set I've seen so far, I definitely think he has the potential to, even if he loses this game. Yeah, he absolutely has the potential to. Uh, but what if he beats him? That's another great storyline. Cam, I want to hear both of your takes. How do you feel if Mahomes loses versus if he wins? Here's how I feel. I disagree with you, Aaron. I think if Mahomes loses this game and Brady has seven rings as the oldest man to ever do anything in football, he's literally shattering all the stats every single season on like the oldest to do all these things. He's going to finish with seven rings. Seven. That's literally unprecedented in the world of football. Much like, not even football, the world of sports, bro. They, everybody talks about Jordan, LeBron. No, neither of those people have seven rings. This guy could be the first athlete that we could see to have seven. Bill Russell won 13 in basketball like way back when, but like this is the modern day now. If you have seven rings, I think you're the unprecedented GOAT. I don't care how many Patrick Mahomes finishes with. If you have this, lo- if you have this loss to Brady, you can't be the GOAT. What do you think, Jay? Adam Schefter put it perfectly. And Tony Romo said the same thing during the conference championship game when the Bucs won. We're getting Michael Jordan versus LeBron James in the NBA Finals. That's what this is like. This is the two undisputed best players of their generations going head-to-head, and I got to go with Cam. If Mahomes loses to a 43-year-old Tom Brady, I don't see the path for him to be the GOAT. I think he could still be the most talented player of all time. Ah, but I don't know about the GOAT. Jay, it's kind of like you just said Jordan's better than LeBron right there, if if I'm hearing you correctly, because you did say that Mahomes was LeBron and that Brady was Jordan. So uh, I think you just said Jordan's the GOAT. Well, that's the thing. It'd be very interesting to see Jordan losing five to the Lakers or the Heat or the Cavs, any of those. It's a a five-game series. Uh, But let's stay away from basketball and stick to football. Because if Brady wins seven, talk about an untouchable legacy. Untouchable. In all of team sports, no one will ever touch Brady. Aaron, how do we feel about that? And also, let's get Blake in here after Aaron. I mean, I feel, I don't know. I can't ever say that no one will ever touch Brady. Because eventually someone is going to come along. Someone's going to win more rings or get more touchdowns. It's going to happen. That's just the way it goes. Eventually someone's going to come along that's better. But for right now, I think it's clear cut. Brady's the GOAT. He's the greatest football player to ever play. And if you'd have told me that two years ago, you'd have told me, yeah, Tom Brady's going to be your favorite athlete. He's going to lead you to a Super Bowl in a couple of years. I, I would not think you were being real with me. I would have thought you were joking. But here we are, uh, not complaining. Yeah, Tom Brady's the GOAT right now in this era. Aaron, here is why... If Brady wins on Sunday, he will forever be the GOAT. So what does the GOAT actually mean? It means the greatest of all time. Not necessarily the most talented, but it means the greatest. If this guy goes from the New England Patriots, in his first year, he takes a Bucks team that went 7-9 and nine last year. In his first year, he goes to the Super Bowl at home and takes down Patrick Mahomes, which no one has really been able to do since Mahomes has really been getting cooking. You just The greatness in that is, is just unprecedented. I mean, like one year, are you kidding me? Taking that team and the way he gets his guys around him to just play at the highest level is, is just, it's really remarkable. And I, I really can't wait. What's super interesting to me, I'm sorry about that. What's super interesting to me is uh, 
the fact that when Brady was in New England, he wasn't as liked as he is now. And I'm glad he left New England because people didn't really want to give him the credit that he deserved. They talked about the tuck rule. They talked about the Russ interception in the end zone. All these things that kind of had blips or little stains on his legacy. But Brady said, you know what? Fuck the legacy. I'm going to go to Tampa. And people think I can't win without Belichick. No, I'm going to make the Super Bowl in my first year as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. That is unprecedented. If Mahomes wins five with the Chiefs, leaves, goes to, let's say, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and brings them a Super Bowl, or at least a Super Bowl appearance, he'd be up there too. This is unprecedented stuff that we are seeing. Uh, But let's stay and go back to the bets that we were talking about, man. Any other things that we like? Cam, I know you got some more for me. Yeah, I already mentioned Mike Evans over on yards. I also like Godwin's over on yards this game. I think to keep up with this Chiefs offense, Brady's going to have to be throwing the ball. You can't just be running it with Fournette and Ronald Jones the whole time. They will run the ball, don't get me wrong. But you can't successfully compete with this Chiefs team if you're not putting up major yards. So I expect Godwin and Mike Evans to both hit their overs on yard. Godwin's at 78 and a half right now. He plays the slot receiver, which has always been Brady's favorite target historically. So he'll have a lot of targets too because there's a lot of weapons out there with uh, AB and Mike Evans. So that's another prop I like. What do you think, Jay? I love that you brought that up because I'm going to pose this question right back to you. If you think Godwin and Evans are both going to hit their overs, then it seems to me like you think the Bucs may win that game or Tom Brady's going to have a great performance. Tom Brady's Super Bowl 55 MVP odds are at plus 200. Everybody, let's start with Chad and then go right back to Cam. How do we feel about Tom Brady plus 200 for the Super Bowl MVP? Well, I think it's clear that if the Bucs win, Brady's going to be the MVP. I mean, he's 43 it'd be robbery for them not to give it to him, you know, and, and for them to win, Brady has to play a huge part in the game and he has to play fantastic. He has to play amazing, just like he did when they first played the chiefs. So I do like the value. I think it's a good bet because if the bucks win, it's, it's going straight to him. One thing I don't like about this award is regardless of how good you played, we learned as we always do in the last Super Bowl, if you're not a quarterback, or you don't have an otherworldly performance, you cannot win this MVP. So it's going to come down to either Mahomes or Brady. It, honestly, it just comes down to whoever wins the game. I do like Brady's odds for Super Bowl MVP, but if I had to pick one, I'm right with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, so with that being said, let's just talk about the last 10 MVPs, man. Last year was Patrick Mahomes. The year before, Julian Edelman, we saw that crazy performance he put on. Nick Foles, Tom Brady, Vaughn Miller, Tom Brady, Malcolm Smith, Joe Flacco, Eli Manning. So that goes right along with what you said, how if you don't have a great game and you're not a quarterback, you're not getting the MVP. Because the receivers, let's say Mike Evans goes for 200. Who gave him that 200 yards? Tom Brady. So he's probably going to get the MVP. Aaron, let's hear your take on uh, your MVP odds. So my book right now has Pat Mahomes minus 125, Tom Brady plus 175. So what I'm thinking I'm going to do, I'm going to put 100 on each of them, or 125 to win 100 on Mahomes, 100 to win 175 on Brady. Because let's be honest, one of them is going to win it. And either way, I come out on top. Brady wins, I'm up 50. Mahomes wins, I'm up 25. 
pretty sensible strategy, I'd say. And I don't think, again, I don't think there's too much of a chance of anybody else winning it, unless it's a defensive player that has a crazy game. But I don't see that happening. I see one of the quarterbacks getting it, no matter who wins the game. I fucking yeah, love that. I fucking, I think that's smart as shit. Yeah, it's not a bad bet, but if someone else is going to win it, instead of trying to pick a specific player, I saw one I did like. It was any defensive player plus 900. Um, there's a lot of talent on that, especially on that Bucks defense. Um, so I, I don't see it going to like a receiver, like Jay said, or running back because the quarterback's involved anyways. But uh, any defensive player plus 900. But I also – I love Tom Brady plus 200. That just kind of seems too good to be true. Yeah, it kind of seems too good to be true that this guy's in the Super Bowl also, man. But let's just keep going. And another bet that I really, really like is the double result, man. Double results, they may look a little tricky to you, but if you can kind of look at it in a certain way, you can kind of get a good gauge of what's going to happen. If you look for a tie at half, there's a tie at half and Chiefs full-time is plus 1,000. 10 for 100. All you got to root for is a tie. It's not that out of the question, man. I say the Chiefs in the third and fourth quarter always separate themselves from everybody else. But in the first and second quarter, we've seen way too many times the mental errors, the stupid mistakes. Cam, how do you feel about that? And throw me some more that you like. Um, honestly, I love the tie bet. I think that's good. I think that's good value too. And we they almost tied last week, if not for Scotty Miller's like just burner of a touchdown on King. But um yeah, I think that's a huge bet. You just have to figure out who you think is going to win this game, which is honestly the hardest part. But the value's there, so I'm here for it. So many good bets, man. When I first went on to the uh, – when I first started looking at the bets, I was like, man, they, it's like a smorgasbord of bets, man. It's actually crazy how you can even bet on the Gatorade colors. So let's talk about that too, man. Last year it was orange how do we feel about the color of the Gatorade for the winner? Aaron, let's start with you. Then let's go to Chad. There's a dark horse I like a lot this year, and that's purple. I don't think we've seen a purple one in recent years. Um, but there's big odds for it, so I'm ripping purple if I had to pick one. Aaron, I don't really like it. I think this Only because I don't think a lot of guys like purple Gatorade. Um, <laughs> but I do like the lemon-lime. I think it was like plus 450 or something around those odds. Um, that's my take. Cam, what do you think? Chad, what do you think? Martino, I'm riding with you, bro. Lock it up, lemon lime. I love the value, 450. That's one of my favorite Gatorades, too. So, uh, purple, what are you thinking, Aaron? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> what do you think, Chad? Well, I think for some reason I wanted to do orange, but it was orange last year. And I know last year it was also tails, you know. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the opposite of orange in my eyes. Flavor-wise would be either purple or uh, the lemon-lime. I like both of those, honestly. I think another one being slept on here is water. Water is at plus 650. I don't know. Something to look at. Uh, g- give me your explanation behind water. I would love to hear this. <laughs> Listen, it's going to be nice and warm here. Guys might be cramping up. They might need more water than Gatorade. They might need to uh, stay hydrated a little better, you know? It's a possibility. I don't think there's a that, – of course, they're going to have water on the sideline for the players, but – when the guys go to grab that bucket to pour on their coach, I think that who, who the hell does water? I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's, I think it's going to be one of the colors. Aaron, bro, what's the physics behind uh, your water decision? What's the bot say on that, on that call? <laughs> I mean, water is the most healthy thing you can put in your body. So they would be, they would be mistaken if they didn't do it. I mean, honestly, 
they, if they don't do water, that's on them. That's their problem. Uh, man, I'm going to have to be honest. That is the worst take we've heard since the Tannehill take. So uh, you are 0 for 2 right now with the worst ones, man. Uh, your Tanny go isn't, isn't hitting too well, man. Because I say this. We just saw Stafford go to the Rams. You put Stafford on the goddamn Titans. He put up the same numbers or better than uh, Tannehill is. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. What other stuff do we like, uh, Blake? Any other obscure bets that you think could hit? And uh, I want to put some money down on something because I'm going to be smashed. So let's hear it. Real quick before the Gatorade thing, real quick. Last thing on the Gatorade. The last time the Bucks won in 2003, the Gatorade was purple. So just wanted to, you know. <laughs> okay, well, for my obscure bet, I do like um, will there be a horse collar tackle in the game plus 750? I think maybe someone like Tyreek or Miko gets around the outside towards the sideline and the emotions are high and Levante David or Devin White says, fuck that. I'm just going to, I'm just going to grab him and take him down. He can't go to the house. So I like that plus 750 horse collar tackle. That's a very interesting bet that I may have to put 10 on, man. I didn't even think about that, man. If Tyreek or Miko has got the head on you and you're saying, you know what, I'd rather give him 15 in first down than give him the tub. Uh, I kind of like that a lot. So. Man, the, the amount of options that we have, Vegas is just licking their chops right now, knowing they're making money some way or another. Let's hear it, man. Jay, did you see the estimates from Vegas on how much money is going to be wagered on the Super Bowl? No, but I'd love to hear it. It's $4.6 billion are estimated to be wagered by Americans on the Super Bowl. That's insane. And that is not counting all the fake money users. So you, who knows how much money is truly being risked on this one game? Yeah, man, absolutely. Kinda, Vegas is showing us the 4.6 bill. But you know there's a lot of us out here. There's probably like 10 more billion that's going on, man. At least 10 because you know all these college degenerates like us are uh, risking our fake money like hell. So with that being said, uh, Aaron, let's hear what you want to say. Invest in DraftKings and Penn National Gaming. And uh, whenever FanDuel does an IPO, you should probably invest in that too. This is not investment advice. This is just a recommendation for you. Yeah, you've got to think that with sports betting getting bigger and bigger, going from state to state, it's only going to get more revenue, more taxes. So I love that. Uh, DraftKings is looking real happy right now because slowly but surely, more states are allowing betting. They said there's 21 states that are going to allow Super Bowl bets to go on. We're close. We're not there yet, but uh, let's just keep on making that movement. And we're going to take one more break, talk about the game, and then, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. All right, so we are back, and we're going to talk about our predictions, our what we think is going to be the outcome of the Super Bowl. And I'm going to start, man. I'm going to be in Tampa. I'm going to be fucked up. I'm going to be in a bar with everybody who's a Tampa Bay fan. I can't be the one guy who's rooting for the Chiefs. But with that being said, I think the Chiefs are going to win. I just think this is Mahomes' time, and it's the passing of the torch. Uh, man, it's going to be tough. The linebackers for the Bucs are nice. Winfield's back. AB's back. The Bucs are fully loaded coming into this game, but I don't think it's enough. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game, and I think they cover. I truly do. Uh, but let's give it to Aaron because I know you want to have a different take than me. What do you think is going to happen in this game? Objectively, I think it's a really close game throughout. Big offenses both sides. I think it comes down to the wire. 
I think the Bucks win on a field goal with about 20 seconds left in the game. Classic Tom Brady drives the team down the field, gets the W late in the game. That's what I see happening here, honestly. All right, so let's get uh, Chad and Cam's opinion here, then we'll get Martino in last. Jay, I think you, uh, I think you hit it right on the nose. And I'm kind of from Tampa, so it actually pains me to say that I wholeheartedly believe they're going to lose this game to the Chiefs. Honestly, I don't think it's going to be that close. I think the Chiefs are going to win by a touchdown at least, maybe 10, bro. Like, I don't know if, like, I don't – everybody's just, like, getting all caught up in, like, the Tom Brady hype. And trust me, like, I would rather have Tom Brady win. Like, I want to see that happen. But objectively – I'm riding with the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. This offense is too good. This defense is also underrated. You got Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Tyron Matthew back there, Daniel Sorensen. They got playmakers on both sides of the ball. One of the best coaches in the game. I don't know, bro. Like, I would love to see Brady win, but there's just too much, too many weapons. I don't like the McPherson jinx, man. You just said they may win by 10 and my teasers plus nine, bro. So let's not, let's not do that. But Chad, what's your take on this game? Who do you think is going to win? I think uh, the McPherson jinx is very real, but he did say they're going to win. So watch them not win. I'm, I, I'm still, I like the Bucks, man. I think they have everything going their way. They're at home. You can't forget that advantage. So I think the Bucks win a close ass game, maybe even by two. Yeah. I mean, all good takes. I have the chiefs winning this game and I have it pushing. Um, I really think it's going to that Vegas is going to be that spot on with this one and three point game, just like the last time they played um, the homeboy takes the reins of the NFL. Very interesting to me because Aaron mentioned that last second field goal to win it. We've seen the chiefs get the ball back with four minutes left and the other team says, all right, we'll get a shot at it. We'll still have one shot and they don't even get a chance to touch the ball. Mahomes and them know how to control the ball, and they won't even give the ball back to you to give you the chance to even win the game. Man, it's going to be a close-ass game, but let's segue. We're each going to give you three bets that we are for sure putting down on Super Bowl Sunday, and let me just start off with some of mine, man. Looking at my book, great, great options to pick from, and I'm going to start off with a player comparison prop. I have Mike Evans having, let's say, uh, how do I put this? Mike Evans will have more yards than it says. It has Travis Kelsey at minus 34 and a half, which means it has Kelsey averaging 35 more yards than Evans in this game. I don't think it happens. I think Brady's going to find Evans a lot, and he's going to be a deep threat too. I take Evans plus 34 and a half minus 145. I'm throwing 30 on that. You can book it. Another one that I'm going with, Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP, minus 120 on my book. I'm telling you, don't think with your heart. Think with your head. This guy is playing at an all-time prime level. If the Chiefs win, it's going to Mahomes, boy. And the last one that I'll put in, man, this one was tough. This one was tough to, this one was tough to think of. And we talked about it earlier with the double result, and I'm going to do it again. I say we go into halftime with a tie game, and it's who's going to win the next two quarters. Is it Brady or is it Mahomes? And I say it's Mahomes. I'll take the tie at half, Chiefs full-time, with a plus 1,000. 
We're putting 20 on that, which means if it hits, we're getting a smooth 200. And I'm just hoping that the plus nine hits so that these bets don't hit. I'm still okay, but let's move on to Cam. Let's hear three of your bets that you are going to put in for sure. Let's hear. I got three bets for you. I already said two of them earlier. I'll just repeat them one more time. I got overs on Godwin and Mike Evans, both receiving yards. Uh, Godwin's at 78 and a half and Evans is at 64 and a half. I also like Clyde Edwards O'Hare touchdown. That's book it. He's, he's scoring. That's a great bet. Like, if it's there, get that, get on that. All right, Chad, what are your bets? Okay, so you know I'm doing a teaser. Teaser, absolutely. Uh, I don't know whether it's a three-team special or if I'm going to do the two and just stick to just the bowl game. Um, and I honestly don't know if I'm going to go plus 10 because I can get plus 10 if I buy up to seven. I'm, oh, God. I don't know if I'm doing plus 10 bucks or plus four Chiefs. I think they both might hit, you know, it's very hard to determine, but I'm doing a teaser of some sort. I'll get that locked in and you'll see it on the Twitter. Uh, of course, I'm doing heads on the coin toss. Uh, I'm putting a lot on it, like at least like 75 bucks. Like I'm not fucking around. I'm putting a lot on it. Um, 75 and then, fake bucks. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. And then um, I love Aaron's strategy with the MVP. I think it's a quarterback game and one of them's winning it. So it's literally just beating Vegas. And I, those are my three picks. All right, I love those three picks. And let me go to Cam back for one second. When you mentioned the Clyde Edwards-Alaire touchdown, were you thinking of first touchdown for the Chiefs or were you thinking overall Clyde Edwards-Alaire touchdown? Either one, but, I mean, I'll ride it first touchdown for the Chiefs. I like the values there, and, I mean, I, I agree with what Martino said earlier. Like, everybody thinks they're going to throw it. You're going to be doubling Tyreek and Kelsey in the end zone there. Just a nice little handoff to Clyde. He's just going to dance through that offensive line and get right in the end zone. Yeah, man. So, Martino, perfect segue for you. Let's hear your three bets, and then we'll finish off with the Tampa man himself. Let's hear it. Let's go, Cam. I'm ripping that too. Clyde, first touchdown, plus 750 for the Chiefs. Um, and then I have one that's a little bit of a long shot, but I, I like, like I mentioned before, the horse collar tackle, plus 750. And the one I did not mention, one of my uh, negative odds, Tyreek Hill, first rush attempt over four and a half yards, minus 110. When he gets a, the chance to run the ball, it's usually on a jet sweep, and he's usually breaking it for at least 11 or 12. Um, so I like that a lot, too. Absolutely, man. When Tyreek Hill turns the corner, there's not a soul in the NFL or even the world that can catch him. He is an absolute roadrunner when he gets the ball in his hands. With that being said, Aaron, let's hear your picks, man. So the first one is the quarterback strategy I discussed earlier. Um, put, putting that as one bet, I guess. Cause it's two bets, but it's for one purpose. Next one I'm doing, Cameron Brait, plus 2,000 first touchdown score. Really like that a lot. A lot of value there. Brady loves hitting Brayton in the red zone. Uh, and then the third bet I'm doing, I'm doing uh, Bucks plus three, which is even right now. I have to do it. This is my team. I believe in them. I've been a fan for forever. I was a fan to the Jameis years, the Josh Freeman years. It's been a long time coming to get here. And I deserve this, man. I deserve this. So I'm putting on Bucks plus three. The fact that it's a home game for the home team makes it that much more intense, man. Uh, it's going to be absolutely bonkers to see. Cam, I got to hear it, man. What are you thinking of? Aaron, I'm going to warn you right now. Please, please, please 
by the half point. Get it to three and a half. So you, if they win by or lose by a field goal, you still win. Trust me, I'm going to save you so much fake money. Cam, tell me what you always say. Cam, tell me what you always say. You got to eat your vegetables. Just talk to us a little bit about it. As Jay was saying, bro, nobody likes buying the points. You make a little less money, but it is what it is. It's like when, you, when you're a little kid and you're sitting down and your parents won't let you leave the dinner table until you finish your vegetables. It's just like that. Like you got to eat your vegetables. It is what it is, but you win in the end. Unfortunately, it's too late. I already went into Minecraft and used my Minecraft money to place this bet. So we're rolling with it, man. We're rolling with it. And you know what else we are rolling with? We're rolling with heads on the coin toss. Chad, I'm tailing the fuck out of that bet. I don't know why you guys aren't. I think when it comes down, you may say you won't tail it. But when we're at the bar and we're, you know, it's, it's almost game time. It's 6.15 p.m. I think we all agree. Heads is what we slam the mortgage on. And guess what? We're making money either way, guys. Uh, Chad, one more time, reinforce and tell our listeners why heads is the money lock of the century. Well, it was tails last year, uh, if, that, if that does anything for you. Uh, it was heads for the national championship. Uh, and I've done heads my whole life. Plus, it's even odds either way. Well, not even, but minus 103. And all the boys on the pod are riding heads. I don't care if Cam says he's not doing it. When he's drunk and it's fucking in Tampa, he's riding fucking heads and it's going to hit. Cam, be very weary, bro. If you're asleep and your phone's sitting somewhere idly by itself, if we know the passcode, we're locking in that 150 on heads, bro. It's just absolutely happening. You'll wake up and you have to live with it, bro. It's heads. I'm telling you, it is heads. Anything else you want to add on? Other than tails never fails, not really. (laughs) And here's my thing about tails never fails, man. BR betting did that video. And you know, there's going to be at least 200,000 people who are going to see that and say, let's ride tails. And that's exactly why I'm fading it, man. That's exactly why I'm fading it. But with that being said, that'll be our episode. Thank you guys for listening. And like I said and teased in the beginning of the podcast, we have two FSU people coming on. Stay tuned. The special guests are coming. We're on the up and up. We have Sager Calhoun coming on. He's an FSU basketball player. He'll be on next week. We'll talk about FSU basketball, the culture, his experience becoming an FSU basketball player. And we'll also have my guy, fraternity brother, fullback for the Los Angeles Chargers, Gabe Neighbors. He was a nominee for the Pro Bowl for fullbacks. This guy's an absolute stud. Got at least four touchdowns, I think, four tubs, maybe three tubs in the season. This guy's a stud. Listen, stay tuned. We got great stuff coming. Any closing remarks from uh, Blake? Oh, like Jay said, two, uh, two FSU alumni coming on the pod. The pod is on a great trajectory right now. More and more guests coming each week. Stay tuned and go vote on, on all these props and all the other different things we put on Twitter. Yeah, Aaron, how about you? Any last remarks? Can't wait, man. I'm so excited for this weekend. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait to get you guys down here. We're going to have a great time. Thank you for listening, everyone out there. Really appreciate you guys. Go Bucks. Yeah, so, uh, Chad, anything else you want to add on before we uh, kick it and go to Tampa tomorrow? 
There's a lot of free money, my boys. There's a lot of free money. I hope you guys all take advantage this weekend. It's just floating in the air. All you got to do is look around and grab it. Yeah, just like as I said earlier, $4.6 billion is being wagered on this game. A part of that could be you. That You can win that money if you listen to this podcast. So have a great weekend, guys, and go Bucks, go Brady. Absolute last remark I'll put down, guys, is thank you for the overwhelming support. We've had a lot of people hitting us up, telling us keep it going. We love what you guys are doing. The average amount of episodes for a regular person on a podcast is seven. People usually get through seven episodes and they say, you know what? It's not really working. Guys, we're at 19 and we're not stopping anytime soon. We got this shit in the bag. We're going to get more guests coming every single time. Keep up in the ante. And we love it. Thank you guys for the support. Once again, follow the Twitter at Everything Hoops. The O's are zeros. And with that being said, go Bucks. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Very nice to me. Because you're being naughty, so you're on the naughty list. No, I'm not. I'm on the good list, actually. <laughs> you're not because you you're not because you ain't being good.